everyone. Welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie podcast. I'm April Atmansky, and I'm here today with... Justin DeClue. Then Colin Cunningham. Wait, I'm in VR. Whoa. Guys, have you tried out this VR virtual reality? Virtual reality. Is this the one where um, you can feel and touch and sense and you can do things like walk down a virtual hallway yeah, and like, get a folder out of a drawer yeah, and check your files? Uh, this is a reference to the movie <laughs> that we watch, The Disclosure, or just Disclosure. This disclosure. So this week we watched two cyber thrillers. <laughs> That's a very well, loose term. One cyber Cyber thriller. It's supposed to be a cyber thriller. Anyway, so... Short on thrills <laughs> first, and cyber. The first movie was picked by our Bad Movie Lottery Contest winner. and You the, could win too. Yeah, yeah, if you're on our Patreon at the $2 level. So the winner was someone named Andre, and they picked Disclosure <laughs> yeah, thanks. from... Thanks. Thank you, Andre. Uh, 1996, I think? You know, no, 1994. 94. It, I don't want to make fun of the movies <laughs> that people pick, but watching this one was a real, like... Why? <laughs> well, I was aware of it because it was on another bad movie podcast I've heard of. But other than that, I think it's been kind of forgotten. I mean, all the Barry Levinson heads, the director yeah. of this film, the man who gave us Diner and Kids. Rain, Rain Man, Man too. Rain I think Man, that's probably yeah. his most and then famous. That, uh, the other, wow, the other Michael Crichton adapt- adaptation. Sphere. Sphere. That was right. a Michael Crichton, too. Yeah. Oh, boy. So Disclosure is a Michael Crichton. It's based on a Michael Crichton novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and it's essentially, this was really popular in the early 90s. Everybody was talking about this movie. Like, the it was crazy. Michael Douglas sex thrillers. <laughs> like, yeah, that's April, a third of, as of a woman, sex thrillers. How sexy is Michael Douglas? Not at all. That's <laughs> what I would say. Because like, if, looking at the movies that came out around this time, like he was smoking up the screen. Yeah, there was this, there was Basic Instinct and Fatal Attraction. And that's his like trilogy of Sleeping with evil women. Of being victimized by women. And like, Disclosure was a massive hit. It like made 200 million foreign. And it made like, I, it made all, essentially three hundred million dollars in nineteen ninety-ish dollars. Mm. Yeah, but every I, I remember people talking about it. Like my my mom telling me about it. Yeah, really? yeah. Like your mom is like, oh my god, you know, you got to be careful about this, Colin. Yeah, and we'll get into it's this. It's about a woman, <laughs> and she sexually harasses a man. But mm-hmm. uh, another thing, uh, I mean, I hadn't seen the movie until uh, Andre. Thank you, Andre. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Andre recommended this movie. I'd heard about it, but back in the day, like I think I've uh, brought up, like Seagram was like a computer uh, graphics conference every year and they would show like a kind of demo reel of the best work of the year and <laughs> this scene came up so the- we should specify that like this movie is about um Michael Douglas being sexually harassed by his boss. But right. what the film is famous for is yeah. one VR sequence. No, there's two VR sequences, but that's the only thing I knew about it. And I couldn't yeah. believe how little VR is actually in this yeah. movie. This movie is two hours this and is, ten minutes. Yeah, this yeah. is touted as like a cyber thriller. There's no cyberness in this at all. Just two scenes. <laughs> it's like One at the beginning where they show, this is the new technology we're developing, and it looks ridiculous. And then at the end, Michael Douglas has to like hack in. This is hilarious. And delete files. Do we want to blow our load? Okay, we should should build up to it. Because we should talk about the movie a little bit. Okay. So this is like all of these 90s erotic (laughs) thrillers. It's like steamy and it feels a little gross. And it's about Michael uh, Douglas is what company does he work for? Digicon. Digicon. <laughs> and They're I, in I had I had no idea what the hell they developed or what they did for the entire movie until yeah. like the end. But he's happily married and he's uh, very excited to get a promotion. Lives in this amazing house in mm-hmm. Seattle. Uh, he's going to get a promotion from Donald Sutherland, his yeah. boss. And then to vice president, we have what? Oh, a woman gets over him, played by Demi Moore. Yeah, a who, woman he used to go out with. Uh, yeah, so she is definitely lesser than him. And Michael Douglas is disgusted. Oh, he's angry. He's super angry. Yeah. And uh, what ends up happening is they have a little. Um, like fling, I guess. A very late, late night rendezvous. This is like on her first day. She mm-hmm. invites him up to the uh, her office after work, and she says, "You know, like, oh, I brought some wine. We'll talk about the production line. Blah blah blah." And she comes on to him very aggressively, oh, and uh, they don't actually have sex, but they basically do everything else. And she gives you know, him a, a blowjob. Yeah, and uh, he says no multiple times. He eventually put. He, so there's this part where he sees a reflection of himself about to have sex with her, and he's like, "What am I doing? I'm, I'm a monster. <laughs> I can't. I'm do a this. monster. I can't do this. I have a wife and kids." So he gets up and leaves, and she's like, "You're dead. 
you're dead. You better get up in here and finish what you started. Yeah, yeah you say yeah. that now, not when I had your dick in my mouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's really nasty. Well, he, you know, in the middle of sex, if I looked up and saw a sweaty <laughs> Michael Douglas looking back at me in a mirror. You'd be horrified too. Too. Oh! It's, it's like a being Michael Douglas situation. <laughs> you're like, whoa. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's like American Psycho. You just like flex in the mirror as you're having sex. Yeah. No, she even says to Michael Douglas, it's like, ooh, you look like you've kept in shape. Still, you're hard or something Michael like Douglas that. Michael yeah. Douglas is like as doughy as he's ever been yeah. in this movie. Yeah, it's like <laughs> and everything Demi Moore says in the entire movie is a double entendre. Yeah, basically. And we should point out that this is based on a Michael Crichton book. And I haven't read the original novel, <laughs> but it's famous for being like the dumbest version of the story possible. Yeah. Where yeah. the Michael Douglas character is like a saint in the novel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Demi Moore character is like super evil. She's like and she's the devil. Him. Yeah, yeah. She's the devil. By the, all accounts, this book is just awful. Atrocious. Yeah. And what ends up happening in the movie is that um, I, I think Michael Douglas, I don't remember how it comes up, but like Demi Moore makes an accusation that Michael Douglas sexually harassed her. Mm-hmm. And this led leads to like a court case and all this or other like stuff. Or like mediation. They call it a mediation, yeah. so they don't actually go to court. But it basically, mm-hmm. a huge chunk of this movie is just uh, like what would happen if, if you were in a sexual harassment case and mm-hmm. the kind of questions they ask you. And, they, and one person tries <laughs> to prove that the other person did or didn't. This happen. is very problematic for a number of reasons. Yeah, but I mean, Dylan Baker, he plays the, I think, the, the lawyer. The lizard himself? Yeah, the, 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 the lawyer. Recipes, never Dr. got to Connors. be the lizard. <laughs> Um, he plays the lawyer the of Spider-Man Digicon. thing? Yeah. yeah. In Spider-Man okay. 1, 2, 3, he plays Dr. Connors, but oh, he never and turned he was into gonna, the lizard. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He was oh, like, I'll right. give you the, the job, but you're going to be the lizard in number four. Yeah. It's oh. like, whoa, the symbiote looks really different. Yeah. I, who is not the lizard right now. <laughs> so Dylan Baker plays the lawyer for the company, and he first, you know, Michael Douglas says, no, like, see, she sexually harassed me, and then he kind of laughs, and he's like, what? Who's ever heard of such a thing? A woman sexually harassing a man? 1994. Yeah. You know? I know. It, it was certainly crazy. wasn't well known. But I mean, it is a part of rape culture mm-hmm. that people, everyone, people think that, you know, men can't be sexually harassed and they can. And he is. And uh, he ends up, but he ends up winning this trial by this most ridiculous <laughs> thing where it ends up, the whole thing was recorded just randomly on his phone. I mean, the other problem with this is that like people who see this, like go oh well this must happen all the time yeah, and yeah. it perpetuates a narrative that just women are you liars see, they're just you as know. bad yeah and i mean the movie does some i don't want to say interesting stuff but like michael douglas in his role as boss mm-hmm. is a like he's like very sexually abusive to his women he, um colleagues he's like slapping them yeah. on the butt he's, he's yeah. no angel that's for sure and um but see he learns his lesson at the end because d- the the secretary <laughs> says uh i'm uncomfortable when you slap does me. he because like at one point he like, like turns I'm around sorry. and he's like she's the boss <laughs> i don't have any power and yeah. it's like dude you're the boss of your sector like yeah, yeah. he's well, he, like the manager of tons of people well the secretary at the end smacks him in the ass yes yeah, so and then they have a knowing okay. look and it's like oh, oh okay. it's okay we're it's both okay. in power yeah. now yeah <laughs> But so this film, um, with all this problematic stuff that's happening, <laughs> but I can just imagine in like in the '90s when it came out, like every man in the audience would be like, mm, yes, "Wow, this is what happened." I guess, better not let sexually aggressive women get any just kind of keep women control. out of the, yeah. out of the office. Like, like Donald Sutherland even says, "Like ah, yes, I'm breaking the gra- glass ceiling for women," and it's like, "Oh, I made a mistake. We yeah. shouldn't let women in power." Yeah. <laughs> at, the, at the end, they do end up promoting. And he announces that to the entire. Time. Yeah, yes. in front of everybody. He's like, I was wrong to try and break the glass ceiling. I should have hired the right person. Oh, and that God. person Listen, is... Listen, all lives matter. Yeah. It's, not Do- it's not uh, Michael Douglas. It ends up being another f- older female employee mm-hmm. who is not attractive. Therefore, it's okay. Um, yeah. So my favorite part of this movie was definitely <laughs> Michael Douglas's hair. Oh I my don't god! Know. I loved his hair. What is going on? Huge. It that was like, that was his do in the nineties. It's, like it's not like, a mullet. Or, it's it's kind almost. Of a mullet. It's like a fluffy mullet. Yeah, it's like if a mullet had a mullet. <laughs> it's a mini it's mullet. Like, yeah. It's like a double. Like the second he showed up, I was like, "Is he wearing a wig under that mullet?" It's, it's like too long on the top to be yeah. a mullet, but then it's the back the is bottom. double length. Yeah, it's yeah. really I think long. That he like like every morning he has to like primp it in the mirror for an hour oh, to get man. it just right. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Amazing. A makeup hair and makeup artist to do that. I'm sure. <laughs> what was your favorite part, April? 
So my favorite part, hands down, um, was the lady that played the lawyer. Uh, oh, yeah. Can you look great. her up? Her name's Roma something. I can't, I can't remember. remember her last name. Why, why was it um, the favorite part? I just like that actress. Now, mm. I've only seen her in a few things, but she's been in like a bajillion things. And I know her from this documentary that I watched called... It's called That Gal Who Was In That Thing. Mm. Now, it was the second part of a documentary called That Guy That Was In That Thing. And it's just like they take like six or seven actors that have been in just like a bunch of anonymous roles who aren't famous and then just interview them. But you them. just know their face. From yeah. yeah. So this documentary about the women I've watched like a hundred times because sometimes I do that with documentaries <gasps> I really like. But anyway, wow. I just like the way she talks. And still you, know? you don't know her name. <laughs> I know. I know. Because she's, cause she's not famous. Yeah. But, uh, I've never ro- heard of this doc. Ro- I'll have to check it out. <laughs> It's interesting. The the girl one is interesting because yeah. they actually have interesting things to say about the film industry. <laughs> Wait, more you don't, interesting. You don't think that your favorite part was uh, everyone's favorite funny man, Dick Miller? Oh no, Dennis no, Miller. Dennis Miller, not Dick Miller. Oh, I wish it was Dick, Dick Miller. Miller. That'd be the that would be, peace. Oh, that would like, be the he's best. Just on the board, and he's like way older than everybody else, but he, nobody mentions he's it. So it's so weird because I like the way he kind of uh, he's totally playing Dennis Miller. It's like all oh, with all oh the, Dennis Miller with all yeah, the yeah. quips. I heard the part was written with him in mind. It, it oh. sounds like it was. Dennis Miller is the worst. Oh, he's the star awful. of Bordello of Blood. If anybody remembers that, <laughs> he's also Tales barely in this yeah. movie, and he like outs Michael Douglas right in front of his wife yeah. about the whole sexual harassment thing. He's so like, like, oh yeah, well you're gonna ruin our company. They're about yeah, <laughs> great, great <laughs> impression. Getting blowjobs up in their <laughs> office. Let me chip. tell you what the problem with liberals are. <laughs> chip, chip, yeah. Babe. He used to have a talk show. My dad used to watch it all the time. I used to watch it all the time. Happened. Like he was like the cutting edge of political comedy. He was so great. I guess that's pre Daily Show then. Probably yeah. yeah he would like have guests early on days. And would talk, yeah. But, uh... So we just we just teed this up for you, Colin, uh, to get to your favorite part, well, which we I've have got... not talked. Oh, you have multiple. I've gotten multiple. Okay. I mean, come on. But the first one is, and it's early on in the movie. Yeah. And uh, it comes out of nowhere, and it's after Michael Douglas has the affair, and he goes to bed, and he's like wearing a T-shirt to hide his, you know, Demi Moore's love scratches, scratch her, 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 his Wolverine marks, yeah. and then it just sort of cuts to the next day. He's at the office. He gets in the elevator with Donald Sutherland, <laughs> and Donald Sutherland's like, "Ooh, that's a nice suit. That's a, that's a nice suit." Oh, yeah. And he's like, uh, "Oh yeah, it's like wool. It's uh, that's why it hangs like this." And he starts feeling it, and he's like, he "Starts rubbing, rubbing he starts him. rubbing him, and he's like, "Oh, you know, you look, look really good." And then just like turns and like. Tries to jam his tongue down his he throat. He says, it, "Like it, I have the power, you don't have the power." It something looks like, like Donald Sutherland is going to eat Michael Douglas. Like that's well, the final shot. Well, he's sticking his tongue out, but it's like for Michael Douglas's POV. He, it's, like, it's, like, it's coming and towards the camera, towards and then it cuts to Michael Douglas waking up and screaming at home in bed. <laughs> smash <laughs> zoom, but it's like this smash zoom. It's like a total comedy cut, and I said it looked exactly like when Schwarzenegger in uh, Jingle All the Way realizes that he hasn't bought the toy. You got the doll, right? Contra zoom is what it's called when you push back and you zoom in at the same time so the people come towards the camera. Yeah, it was like, it was that. Yeah. That scene, okay, now that you explain it like that, yeah. I realize that it's supposed to echo the idea that, oh, it could have been a man that sexually harassed him yeah. as well. But in the oh, film, yeah. it's so surreal yeah, that it feels so disconnected. Like, Donald Sutherland's like a monster in that scene. It's yeah. an invasion of the body stuff. Yeah. You kind of, you just start like, yeah. uh, you start giggling because he's yeah, like, he's feeling so him silly. up and, and then, stuff. And then there's like a title card, it's like, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday. And I'm like, is yeah. this supposed to matter? The whole movie has these title cards, Monday, Tuesday. The, so this whole thing happens <laughs> over Michael the course Douglas of a week. Hates Mondays. <laughs> this, this whole <laughs> thing. Just like Garfield. Garfield. <laughs> it's so weird, you know, and it's kind of like... Uh, the movie was touted to be all these things, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like it's none of these things. Well, you know, I know what it is. Problematic. Yeah, it, it, but you know, it's confusing. Is the problem this whole plot? I don't even line, know what this company does. Because well, we we're getting to that part. <laughs> we, we didn't know until the end. It's like this whole fucking rigmarole. The rigmarole. Yeah. This to do is over optical drives like cd-rom <laughs> drives yeah so what happens more is making <laughs> optical drives in malaysia yeah so she harasses the whole thing happens and then michael douglas ends up winning the case as i said because his phone was recording the whole thing and it doesn't exactly well see i don't understand because there was like a settlement but it was in mediation it didn't even go to court no it was Who no knows? the mediation is before you go to court so. yeah because so lawyer... michael douglas is like yeah i won and then demi moore and um evil, dylan baker dylan baker are like yeah. he doesn't even know what's coming yeah, so it turns out 
uh, we think that yeah. was the harassment was all part of some grand conspiracy yeah. to make Michael Douglas look incompetent. No, or to get get him out of the company. Get him out of the and company. When yeah. that fails, then they switch to try to making him. But uh, weren't they him... trying to blame him for the whole microchip stuff? Yeah, they yes. were. They were trying to like attach his name to like he built optical drives well, somewhere like else. The optical uh, drives were failing off yeah. the production line. But they so, don't know why. Colin, how does he find out this information? Whoa, oh God, oh my VR, baby! He hacks into VR. This so system. this was the scene. So again, the big scene. This was like this scene is what this movie was known for. Like so this VR scene. You saw the scene at a conference with probably hundreds of people oh, and sitting let me in tell an you, audience. Oh, we were everyone was mesmerized. Like it was so we had no You're like idea. Jumping to your feet, like applauding. It was so tense. So what happens is Michael was it like Douglas, the rights of spring, like oh, Stravinsky, was, You're like insane. rushing out of the theater. So, Many people crazy. Well, uh, Michael. Douglas sneaks in. Real? Michael Douglas sneaks into the hotel to to because like he has to find these files to find out why these drives are failing mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. But you know he doesn't have any access at the company anymore, so he sneaks in because somehow they made a VR a Donald Sutherland's apart like hotel room uh, or the the they're gonna merge with another company, mm-hmm. another tech company. So he sneaks into his hotel room. And he goes into VR to try to find the the files. It like he's standing on like a miniature <laughs> trampoline. It's because like, well, you can feel the floor. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a miniature trampoline with like little rolly balls on it. Yeah. So you can like walk around and it like scans your face. <laughs> so when he first goes into this thing, we were like, oh, this looks like an FMV game. Yeah. Like a like full motion. Does anyone need to ex- explain what that is? It's crazy. It's a, it's a video game with like video in it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, basically in the 90s, adventure games, the way they were made and some other games as well, mm-hmm. would that they would scan like actors so they would be in the game. Mm-hmm. Or they would just be on green screen. It's weird that they just kind of got rid of that and they, they, they kept go went all CG. Well, that was the new thing. It's like as soon as uh, CD-ROM drives came, Mm. you know, you could hold all this information on the drives and they could play like, you know, real-time video. So they get all these actors. Mark Hamill would usually be in these things. Wing Commander. Wing Commander. uh, I think three and four. But they wouldn't build any sets. They would just like shoot them on green screen screen. and then you'd have terrible 90s CG sets and stuff Mm. like that. This looks exactly like that. Yeah, but it's (laughs) the most boring FMV game in the world because what does Michael Douglas do? He's walking around. He He walks down a hall. It's like a coliseum, I think. Yeah. And then he goes into a room with um, drawers and then he pulls out files. (laughs) And it's like, this, what is this? Why why not just have a computer that you can just open the file? I don't know. And it's obviously... Like, it's not, like, secure, because Michael Douglas could just put it on and do it. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, well, it's in this guy's hotel room, so then it's intercut with Donald Sutherland leading all them back to the hotel room. And, and, oh, I'll show you and a demo. as Michael Douglas is opening the drawer, uh-oh, Demi Moore. It's like intruder is alert. Deleting the files. <laughs> who is illustrated as a, like, still frame of Demi yeah. Moore. Why does this they, have a they, face? They explained that earlier in the demo when the first scene with it, I forget why, but it's like, but it oh, if someone your, else comes in, it just it takes your headshot. It takes your headshot from the you company. Know. It sticks it on like this wireframe That's body. slowly moving. And then she's like and lasering these files to like delete and she's them. And she's like backslash, delete, back, backslash, kill, kill all, backslash, kill, delete, <laughs> And then he's like, delete, angel, delete. help me. And like an angel with the face of another character is like, how can I help? I was just the so programmer. confused. I had no idea what was happening. I had no happening. idea what was happening. And then uh, I think he even says like, Ah, she's in the system. Oh, and then he's walking around the VR. I remember watching it when it We're came making out. it sound a lot more exciting than it actually is because like nothing happens. Nothing happens. It has all the excitement of a man <laughs> rifling through some files. Yeah, it's terrible. But still, look up this scene online if it's online because it's funny. It, at the time, this was like ILM did these effects, and this was <laughs> that's, this was that's what's crazy. Everybody was just blown away. Like, yeah. wow, virtual. Re- it's just like you know, he's so real. It's just Michael Douglas walking well, around. Did this come out? Ninety four. Then why would that be impressive? But like lawnmower man, not be impressive. Maybe it was like the environments or something like that. <laughs> it still looks super. It looks lame. it looks way better than lawnmower man. It was a little more polished. Oh, but when they spent, you know, like somebody spent a year of their life mm-hmm. designing this one oh, sequence, yeah. you know, it's like... rendering it. <laughs> oh no, it's clipping. It's not working. <laughs> but really, like that has nothing to do with the whole with sexual the harassment I, story. It's so but, weird. I mean, then Michael Douglas finds the information he needs and reveals it like he's pulling the mask off of a monster yeah. in front of the. <laughs> Entire company, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of the real villain is Demi Moore. Yeah, he does it in front of everybody. Well, here's what I don't understand. So, okay, 
was was the plot. She basically she was the head of production, which I didn't know. I thought she was coming into the company for the very first time. No, when apparently she was, hired. she was already in the she company. She was already working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Transferred in. So she went in order to save money. She like you know went to Malaysia. Well, they did the production assembly in a assembly line in Malaysia, where the quality was lax, the air quality was bad, there were contaminated chips and all this sort of stuff. She did that to save money. Uh, and then is trying to blame it on Michael Douglas. And then she's like, I've never even been to Malaysia. And he's like, I have a video of Well, you? check yeah. out this video from Malaysian television of her walking <laughs> through the factory. And she's like, this doesn't prove anything. It's like, oh, man. The, and then like, the gotcha these, moment was so stupid. Yeah, he so hands out stupid. all these booklets to everybody. And yeah. now you could hear one of the audience going, oh. oh, oh <laughs> it I would have gotten away been, with it if it wasn't for yeah. you meddling Michael Douglas. <laughs> it, it really was. And then, like, so... The the meeting is won apparently, and, and like, she gets Yay! fired. And Del- yeah. Del- Donald Sutherland's like, I will never hire an attractive woman <laughs> yeah. ever again. But yeah. then, like, then- he goes into her office, and she's like, Oh, I've gotten ten calls from Ted head ten headhunters, so yeah. I'm doing fine. So don't worry about me. I was just playing the game yeah. that you guys set up, you know, yeah. decades ago. And so it's like, okay, and- well, at least she had kind of a she kind of never she lost face, but it wasn't like she's going to jail or some like punish her, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But it's, she, what she did was was wrong. I just yeah. want to of say course, that. Yeah, absolutely. Everything she did in this movie was wrong. But you know, Michael Douglas is worse. <laughs> no, there's also a moment I never where had any power. We, we never mentioned how the music in this movie is wildly inappropriate. Holy shit! It's Ennio Morricone. <laughs> the soundtrack, oh, yeah. which sometimes it's like good and like and suspenseful, but it's adding like way too much suspense. Dun, 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 it's dun, so, so dramatic yeah. and boisterous, and so in like uh, inappropriate. The, the scene when he finds out that he found like the guy that recorded the conversation, so he's gonna win his rape trial. It's like he's jumping around going yeah yeah and then music is like i like i couldn't believe what i was this is a movie that's two hours long and like the big reveal happens when michael douglas accidentally hears some information in another room yeah demi moore's working out she's working out and he's just sidling up here's what i don't understand so and then she kind of implies at the end that it was Donald Sutherland that wanted to get rid of Michael Douglas. Maybe. Didn't have the ball. He, she said he didn't have the balls to fire you. So they concocted this big scheme mm-hmm. of like sexual harassment and then trying to fire him. Well, it's a good thing Donald Sutherland is still in power at the end of the still movie. Still in power. Like real life. Yeah. And Dylan Baker was in on it too. And he's yeah. still there. <laughs> yeah. Is he still there at the end? There's no. Hey guys, it's not personal. We're all friends, right? Yeah. There is yeah. no, no consequences for. steaks and smoking cigars. No consequences yeah. for anybody in this story here. Not well, that except for the little person which i'm sure that they probably crushed <laughs> oh don cherry <laughs> oh don there's a guy named don a guy cherry. named don cherry and he's like going to michael douglas's lackeys the mm. kind of younger guy and his name don cherry and they make a point of saying his name all the time don That's cherry the, the guy who shows up as an angel in the vr That's right, right? yeah Ugh, this movie uh, name- is great no, no such thing as a bad movie right <laughs> well, there's that plot thread where someone randomly is emailing him and it's like from a friend and then yeah. you never find out who a friend is until the very end so this older woman gets promoted who is barely a character in this movie yeah. she just shows up and talks in like riddles basically essentially the movie um posits that women should stay in their place and backstab people in the back. Yeah, and be silent. <laughs> and be silent. Be, be stealthy yeah, be about silent it. Be silent and stealthy because if you try to yeah. raise up, you will be taken down a peg yeah, in this boys club. This yeah. older woman, true. she gets, to, so she knows yes. what's going on, but she just like silently drops Michael Douglas hints through email and her nephew or her son, her son, I think. Her son was helping and then she gets the promotion in the end. Yeah. And again, yeah, like everybody's happy. It's so needlessly yeah. complicated. Like, you know, either do one thing, either be like a cyber thriller or do this whole sexual harassment. Or do a harassment. sexual harassment story. Yeah. Yeah. Sexual harassment. <laughs> no, uh, Justin yeah. and I, we were talking, April, you were out uh, uh, going to the store, but we were saying, and I, I was thinking this and I'm watching it, so I'm like, this is Michael uh, Crichton. Yeah, he's written this because you know he's sexually harassed some some people, Get some her. women, oh, yeah. and like this is his uh, way like, of saying, like, like, "Oh, oh it happens. Women, women can do it too." too. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very, very possible. I mean, my, Michael Crichton wrote like a bunch of problematic. He wrote a whole book against global warming. He wrote a book about uh, the evil, rising sun. A rising sun. Yeah, evil <laughs> Japanese. Rising yeah. sun was written before this. This yeah, was yeah, right yeah. after Rising Sun. I mean, Michael Crichton has very bad opinions. 
this, uh, this is very peace. similar to Rising Sun. Rising Sun is that like, movie has some problems. Jesus yeah. Christ, the way it views Japanese people in that movie—the most evil—it is like they're aliens. They're <laughs> yeah. evil aliens that only Sean Connery understands. <laughs> don't ever look a Japanese person in the eye. It's, it's, <laughs> they don't like that. That movie was at least more entertaining. I mean, there's some cool like fight scenes and stuff in that. <laughs> um, it has and the guy from Mortal Kombat. It's in no it. Black Rain. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. Of, uh, the fetishization of the <laughs> Japanese culture, <laughs> where uh, Ridley Scott wanted Jackie Chan to play the villain. Oh, that's right. He wouldn't play bad guys. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Even though, why would Jackie Chan be in that movie? There's no action scenes. All right. So, and also, he's not Japanese. Not Japanese. Uh, no. Okay. So moving on, Ridley we Scott, to keep racist. The VR theme, and uh, <laughs> so we decided to watch the ultimate VR movie, a, a, a film that. I got Colin a mouse pad of. It's a lenticular mouse pad that I don't know. Where did you find it? Uh, it was at a value village near <laughs> uh, my partner Emily's grandparents' house. And I, I tweeted and took a photo, and Colin said, please buy that for me. And I went back and got it for <laughs> him. It was like a dollar. It was a dollar, yeah. Did you see it? And you were just like, Colin would love this. No, I no. just responded on I Twitter. responded. Because it was like, such a hilarious piece of tie-in <laughs> merchandise, which was a lenticular mouse pad for Lawnmower Man 2. Yeah, and I... Job's I, War. I, I think I actually... Not beyond cyberspace. Yeah. yeah, okay, so the title changed somewhere... Mm. Uh, from theatrical to because probably people are like release. who's Job? Yeah, well, what is Lawnmower Man for people that don't know if they listen to this? Okay, well, Lawnmower Man was based on the Stephen King short story of the same name. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> it was actually nothing to do with that story. Stephen yeah, I, King had nothing to do with Stephen it. Stephen King wrote a short story about a uh, large man <laughs> who, who ate, ate grass, grass <laughs> and then turned into turned into a pan like um, like goat, goat demon, goat man, yeah. or something. And the movie that was made, which is Pierce Brosnan struggling through, like, does he have? American accent in the movie? I feel he probably I does it. I think he is. Try. I, I, I it was a while remember. ago I saw it. He but gets yeah. his lawnmower man played by Jeff Fahey in overalls <laughs> and in a Flowers of Algeron style. Oh, oh, I Algernon. forgot to mention. Yeah. No, he actually looks like Simple Jack. Yes. Yeah. Simple, Simple Jack. Jack was, I believe, based on. And Jeff Fahey is <laughs> giving <laughs> a full R performance oh, no. in the original Lawnmower Man. And essentially, it's like this uh, very simple minded man who has mm-hmm. mental difficulties gets zapped into cyberspace. And becomes a cyber god, like a super genius. Yeah, and the original slowly, is essentially a slasher film. Yeah, where he slowly uh, gets smarter and he gets revenge on the people mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. had wronged him, and then he goes too far and starts killing people. And um, it's famous for <laughs> I like how April's like, you know, killing the people who wronged him is fine, but too far, just killing. Other then he people. goes too far. Remember, there was like a priest who was like whipping him in the shed. What? And what? Then, I do not remember. We got, we got every, that, no, there was oh a priest God. who was like con- continually abusing him, and then when he starts to get confidence all he does is like look at him and it scares him away <laughs> and yeah, so this is lawnmower man it. and we're, we're you know we're cutting uh, Stephen King's lawnmower man yeah we're not yeah. cutting to the chase uh, here is that it's famous for its like virtual reality sequences <laughs> where if you've really seen bad. like photos of like bad 90 CG oh yeah you've probably seen photos from the original lawnmower man yeah I remember sure. this came out and we saw it in the theater with a bunch of friends <laughs> where you like 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 um, when the train was shown for the first time in theaters you're like ah, <laughs> what's real we were <laughs> we were laughing so hard. Okay, so you thought it looked bad. Even at the time, it looked bad. You know, <laughs> so they, you were like, "Man, disclosure, <laughs> the lawnmower man." Boo! Boo. Yeah. It's like, oh, ILM, yeah. <laughs> Whoever did this stuff, no. Well, who knows? I don't remember the original lawnmower man that much. I saw it when I was a kid on VHS. And mm-hmm. I did not like it. No, um, it's not. It's, Goldeneye himself was doing nothing in the film. <laughs> he was slumming. That was that was back when Pierce Brosnan was but doing all this sort of. Crap. There was a sequel that was made, and I've only known the sequel as a joke. Like they made a sequel to Lawnmower Man, yeah, mm-hmm. and I didn't know what it was about. I knew none of the original cast came back. Uh-huh. Uh, I, one original cast. That's member. right. I <laughs> the little boy, little a, boy. Are you sure he was in the first one? Yes, he was. I, I actually it up. looked it up. <laughs> He's the only returnee. Uh, I was confused and I thought it was a DTV film so did I and it was released theatrically and it had a 15 million dollar budget yeah the sequel to Lawnmower Man it's kind of big yeah and it has nothing to do with the original uh barely <laughs> barely <laughs> yeah like the little boy is the same and he's like oh I knew him when he was a Lawnmower Man he's older now but they like calling the, him a Lawnmower Man like this is a I common know. thing <laughs> like, you know it's clearly not mowing lawns producers anymore. are probably like you know mention Lawnmower Man in case people forget what movie they're seeing but why you know? like I don't I don't know it's so weird so the original one is rated R yeah this one is rated PG-13 yeah and it is as far from the original conceit as you can get yeah so 
The film started in full screen on the iTunes copy that yeah, it was uh, four Colin by three. rented. And, and we're, we're like, oh, we should zoom in, I guess. Well, we were watching the trailer the other day, and it, it was, was four by three. letterboxed and pillarboxed. Yeah. yeah, and then I was like, well, this is straight to video, so I wonder if the movie's in four by three. Yeah, maybe it's an open mat if they shot it. But then it said HD. Yeah. And it's like the... St- a quick note story of what happened in the, the first, first one the first without movie. featuring any of the cast members. Yeah, <laughs> no, just the VR scenes and a couple of like recast. Like it would look like a courtroom scene. Yeah, or it kind something. of like ends with uh, I think Pierce Brosnan's lab blowing up yeah. and Job. So then they rescue Job. They bring him out. Wait, he doesn't look like Job though. That's oh, well, because it's not Jeff A. Reconstructive surgery. Uh, did they mention that? Yeah, I, 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 I read. That's <laughs> a good way around it. So he's he's burned. He looks like Dark Man, and then they uh, they reconstruct mm-hmm. his face, and now he looks Make like Matt Frewer, the perfect human being. <laughs> For people that don't know who Matt Frewer is, he is the go-to Canadian actor. Mm -hmm. He starred in Psy Factor. Um, (laughs) He was an orphan black. He, like, if people, and most famously, he played Max Headroom. Uh, And he was in the Zack Snyder Dawn of the Dead Oh, that's right. Oh, he's also in Watchmen as well. He plays, is it the Monarch? Oh, yeah. Moloch. Moloch, Moloch. yeah, that's right. He's like, if you're shooting in Canada, Matt Frewer is cast. (laughs) I don't remember him in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, he was one of the. He was the guy who uh, one of was, the survivors. One I of guess. the survivors at the mall, and then he was he's dying, and then he's like oh. saying goodbye to his family. Oh right, he's like, okay. just have the gun trained on me. And mm-hmm. All right, I yeah. kind of remember that. It must be like a national law that in Canada you need to cast him in movies. Matt Frewer, yeah, yeah, he's, Matt Frewer. He's, he's very Canadian. There's, there's a lot Canadian. of go-to Canadian actors, mm-hmm. but we have oh, a yeah. very small. We have a smaller film industry, so it's a smaller stable of actors. And so. Uh, the movie went from four by three to suddenly it jumped to like 16 by nine full, full screen. screen. Yeah. And the subtitle said, the future. And we yeah. were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and it it's looks like, like uh, Judge Dredd yeah, or... Yeah, Los Angeles, the future. Something and, like uh, that. First of all, this is a really good uh, scan. Like yeah. the quality is really, really good. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's the nice things can, up first. Can that be my favorite we thing? We couldn't <laughs> believe how good it looked. Can, and, and because you watched the trailer and I was like... Because it's an old, you know, mm. copy or whatever it is. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be so bad. I thought we were going to be looking at some, like, shot on video thing or something. Nope. Yeah. It's, like you said, it's it looks pristine. like... You yeah. know what? Maybe it's the sets of, like, Johnny Mnemonic or something like that, which I, also shot I wouldn't Toronto. be surprised, yeah. Mm. It's a big set. Uh, it's tall. Uh, this outdoor set that it, they yeah. have that it's they very, use many um, times. very uh, Tim Burton's Batman, is they have, like, Absolutely. one street. Yeah, uh, and all the streets are kind of winding, so you never see where they go. And, they and all- so the movie is about... the kid from the first one played Mm -hmm. by everyone's favorite character from the last action hero the kid (laughs) also from my girl too and the babysitters club for all you women out there so we spent a lot of time uh because it said the future and it was like this post-apocalyptic like bootleg blade runner and we're like how much time has passed since the original lawnmower man because the kid because the kid is two years older i guess or slightly older it's like maybe three to four years older um he was like a little kid and now he's like a teenager and now all the cars have vents on them Yeah. yeah everything it looks like like 50 or 60 yeah. years have passed. The whole world has changed, but whatever, just don't think about and it. And his team of ragamuffins who live uh, in the subway. In the Toronto uh, subway. They like to jack into cyberspace, which is incredibly unclear what it is. It's them flying like Peter Pan. <laughs> and then they land screen, somewhere. And then they, there's a motorcycle chase. Yeah, it's very, like, so, like, the lawnmower man, like, is controlling cyberspace, but you don't really know what it is. Oh, yeah, and Matt Frewer shows up and he's like, hey, remember me? And then he, like, like, oh, yeah. generates a lawnmower in front of him. He's like, I'm yeah. a lawnmower man. <laughs> and the kid's like, uh, okay. And Matt Frewer's like, you need to help me. They're going to destroy the internet. And you need to go get this guy that created virtual reality and help me out. And we were all sitting there being like, huh, what is going on? Is Lawnmower Man a good guy? Nope, he is not. Yeah, but so I think there's he, also bad guys too. Yeah, there's also bad guys. <laughs> yeah, he's, other bad he's guys. kind of hired by this evil corporation. Yeah. Who kind of save him. They cut his legs off. Yeah. To keep and, him to and they keep him, keep him um wearing his iPhone. Yeah, they call it an iPhone. <laughs> also to keep him from mowing Elon ever again. <laughs> yeah. Unless he, gets one, those, unless he uh, gets one of those automatic Not enough lawnmowers. lawn mowing content in this <laughs> it was film. A, it was it's his first on love. The, the mouse pad. The guy who's mowing the lawn at the bottom. Yeah, it's no, true. no lawn mowing in this movie. <laughs> I was misled. I guess there is such a thing as a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, what ends up happening is the kids go and get the creator of VR played by I think it's Patrick Bergen. He's yeah, Bergen. like a, a Most... it's an Irish actor. He was in a little <laughs> like listen, we don't got Pierce Brosnan, but we need another Irish yeah. main star. Yeah, and this guy's trying to do an American accent. <laughs> Oof, poorly. Holy crap. That yeah. Irish brogue is coming out. He's most famous for sleeping with the enemy, and uh, he was also in Love Crimes. <laughs> Which enemy games? did you sleep with? <laughs> uh, Michael Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was sleeping with everybody fucked. in the 90s. <laughs> oh, we forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, and so we learn that Joe, played by Matt Frewer, mm-hmm. is actually a bad guy. And uh, what is the name of the like triangle thing that oh, he needs? Oh, the Chiron chip. The Chiron chip. chip. Yeah, he needs like to control the Chiron chip, and he wants to kill the creator of VR, and it leads to like the lamest action sequence possible. A whole sequence about changing the tracks on a, on a subway car yeah. to keep it from crashing into them. He wants to use this Chiron chip to kind of tie into every electronic system in the world so he can control cars and trains and later helicopters mm-hmm. and do all this sort of stuff. Yeah, he basically later wants to create some kind of virtual reality religion where everybody just jacks in. <laughs> Jackson. Yeah, um, you don't use that word enough anymore, right? Yeah. Hey, hey you want to go play some uh, video games on my ja- computer jacking jacket. in now <laughs> i'm jacking anytime in they, now anytime they said it in the movie i laughed it was pretty uh, funny. it was all over the place in the 90s right I that's a real really oh thing. man let's jack in, let's jack in. Uh, do we call uh, it like i'm online now i'm gonna go offline yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite part april uh, well, uh, I liked uh, Matt Frewer's performance. Uh, can I say that? Yeah, of yeah, course. you can. I mean, he gives a very um, uh, Jim Carrey is the Riddler like performance. Yeah. What 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 would we what, he, did, what did we say first? He's doing though, Max before... Headroom. Oh yeah, yeah Max, Max, Headroom. Max Headroom. Literally yeah. doing Max. But Headroom. there's a lot of Jim Carrey, especially he's very. Um, he has like a silvery like suit that he wears for the entire movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of. But the, the, I didn't know this until halfway through the movie. But the director of this movie actually did the pilot for Max Headroom. Mm-hmm. Wait, so, so Max Headroom was a show. It was I, a TV I, show. I don't know it what it is. It was a TV is. show. It was a Canadian TV show, wasn't it? Uh, I don't. I can't remember i mean matt frewer is in it so that's yeah. why i'm like hmm, yeah it's got to be canadian well, i think he's, it started out was the tv show before he was like a kind of spokesman for Coke. i thought it was like a commercial or something it was but it was i think it was a tv show before first ah, this is very Just exciting to- listening <laughs> i know try to figure max, stuff out max headroom was a big deal when i was a kid so it's so. like was it? yeah huge like yeah. how he, he was on the cover of time magazine <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I think I have it, never it, seen yeah. any Max Headroom. It like, wasn't just TV Canadian; it, was, it went international. No, he was like the spokesman for Coke. So basically, it was Matt Frewer, and he was made up to look like he was a CG character. <laughs> and at the time, and then they would kind of, you know, uh, digitally process the yeah. video, <sighs> and then kind of glitch him. And yeah, yeah, yeah. at the time, everyone thought he was CG. And it was like, wow, like the first virtual... I miss the days of when horrifying, like, makeup, like, um, what was it, the uh, giant moon man that... Uh... Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maxonite. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, because of McDonald's, like the oh, horrifying yeah. figures that would try to sell you products. Played by Doug Jones. Yep, Doug Jones. Oh, Doug Jones again. Yeah. Did you ever see the Maxonite head was on sale? If that's you, right. And, like, if you took no. the sunglasses off, it had horrifying eyes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't see that. <laughs> you should, if anybody listening to this should look it up because yeah, it will you haunt your nightmares. It's really funny. Um, so yeah, Matt Frewer is definitely like, he only has really one big sequence where he gets to be like, I'm doing a bunch of voices and a bunch of jokes. He's yeah. like cracking jokes a yeah, lot. Yeah, and then later he kind of gets serious, but it's very like... Oh well, I'll just go and do that right now. Yeah, you know, do not like, go in. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. totally doing Jim it's, Carrey. It's a Jim Carrey '90s performance. And then, uh, so these kids—they all look like uh, it was, I was the Lost Peter Boys? Pan vibe. Yeah, like they're all wearing like berets. The Lost Boys. <laughs> oh, these big floppy '90s berets. Fluffy berets. <laughs> Women and, uh, and men. And then are Patrick Bergen—he has these kind of like Ugh. dreads, and he has these like seashells hanging <laughs> yeah. from his dreadlocks, and he looks like uh, at the end he looks like a fucking pirate. And they're <laughs> having a sword. They end the movie with he, a he sword fight. Blows at the well, end. Well, I mean, he's introduced, and you're like, "Oh, is he like I'm a Native American?" It's like, "Oh God, no!" no. It's just like he, he lives in the uh, in the outback somewhere. It looks I'm like taking a, my liberal arts degree. You want to play some sax? Yeah, some hacky. It, it looks like yeah. a character from Mad Max, like Beyond Thunderdome or something like that. No, I was getting more of a Waterworld vibe. Water yeah, I could vibe, see that. Yeah, yeah. Any one of those posts. Everybody loved Dreads and Water. This all happened in like four years. Yeah, you know, when he was like so inspired. <laughs> but taking. he's got like this disgusting hair throughout the whole yeah. movie, and then later he ends up like kissing that science woman scientist and it's like 
Dude, take a bath. He's such a charisma black hole as well. Yeah, like, there's yeah. nothing it's going not on fun there. To watch him. So on that note, what was your favorite part, Colin? Uh, fuck. Well, the, uh, the puka shell in his hair. <laughs> no. I mean, it doesn't have to be a Patrick. Uh, <laughs> no, it ha- those are the rules. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I have to say well, the thing that surprised me actually was kind of how good the movie looks for mm-hmm. the budget, and I was kind of expecting some straight to DVD like schlock. El cheapo, yeah, yeah, yeah super cheapo. And this, you know, was shot like on anamorphic lenses and it, you know, on film and it actually looked like it had, you know, the production time was pretty good actually and I was really surprised. Not exciting though. Uh, not exciting. And I don't think it's, it, it doesn't have enough crazy stuff, I don't, I think. For sure. To be like, oh, you gotta see this, it's so crazy. No, but the one story I will tell about the uh, the visual effects is okay. I, okay. Can you make this your favorite thing because this is a yeah. great story. Okay, so. Your favorite thing is a special effect. The visual effects in this are terrible. Let's <laughs> let's let's say that right off the bat, and they don't gel with how good the film, like the yeah. film quality looks. Ah, there's not enough of them though. There aren't. So anytime they go into the virtual world, the effects are abysmal, like way worse than the first movie. And uh, I knew someone that worked on this movie. I worked with them at a company. It was one of the first companies I started out at, <laughs> and he was so proud of the virtual worlds that uh, he had he had stills from the. Uh, movie printed out and uh, mounted on blackboard, mm-hmm. uh, sitting above his monitor, and like at, everybody at thought it sucked. Right? Did like, you tell him it sucked? Well, he didn't, didn't want to say anything. Was he like the boss? Just kind of <laughs> higher up. He was like kind of a loudmouth braggart. <laughs> yeah, he'd always go on. Oh, oh, Bruce Campbell. Sucked. Oh, he'd always talk about you know Lawnmower Man and blah blah blah. Back in the trenches on Lawnmower. Oh yeah, Man Lawnmower too. Man. And Lawnmower Man at too. the time, nobody had seen. I got the tattoo story. of the original title Beyond Cyberspace. <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying you worked on Dark Man two or three or something like that. You know? <laughs> Did you work yeah. on Dark Man two? Or no, three? no, no, no. Movies are very boring. Uh, so yeah, he had these these plaque mounted. Also, it's <laughs> another thing. He did the uh, opening titles for some show. I can't remember what. And he got an Emmy nomination for the titles. Uh, that Emmy nomination was also hung <laughs> <laughs> above his monitor. Uh, he didn't win. He seems a little full of himself. <laughs> he just now. got it still there at that CRT monitor. He, he didn't. Just <laughs> chugging away. He never won an Emmy, but he has that nomination. And it's hung up right next to the printed out stills from Job's War. See, I can see you. Uh, maybe the artwork. Beyond like, I'm space. really proud of this. This is art I created. But like... Like I was nominated for an Emmy, and to put that up on your desk, for, yeah, that's a little. It's much. very tacky. If you met yeah, this person, tacky. you would say, "Oh yeah, that's something they would do." Well, yeah. I'm not going to say their name. Favorite part was the amazing <laughs> musical score, which is oh yeah, uh, what the hell? It is it's like bad. I, if I was a lawyer, I'd be like, I have a case, Mr. Uh, John, John Williams, because Williams, it is so close to the Jurassic Park theme. The end credits are insane. <laughs> you think it's you're listening to Jurassic Park, and yeah. then it just stops halfway <laughs> through, <laughs> and then it, the music, like at one point, just, just stops, stop. and it just rolls on like <laughs> it just gets the to, credits roll with it, just silence. It gets to the visual effects artists, <laughs> yeah. and the music stops. It's like it's like a funeral. <laughs> and you're like yeah. no music. <laughs> And you're watching, walk of shame. you're watching the movie in si- like the credits in silence for like. Do you think they wanted minutes? to get like a like a pop song or like a popular oh, yeah. song like Insane in the Membrane? Yeah, <laughs> something that was popular at the time, but nobody wanted to be in no, Joe's War. Yeah, the producers like, I'm not spending money for those fucking visual effects artists. It's a movie that like when you watch it, you're like, I wish this was crazier. Like like it yeah. seems like Joe can do anything, yeah. and what he does is he generates a lawnmower and he also <laughs> gets in a sword fight at the end. He does. And he That's like, it. It just, he just shows up on all the TVs too. It's very Max Headroom, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. And then yeah. all everyone starts riding. So I think he's trying to destroy the real world so that hmm. everybody will jack in. I mean, <laughs> the only thing I like is that they're like, we're going to get this stuff from a store called Mondo Techno. Yeah. yeah That's a pretty cool name. So there's like, uh, there's, there's a little bit of um, detail with the world building. Uh, yeah. It's there. It's just, not just particularly interesting. It's one of those. I got ten megabytes in my <laughs> yeah. head. Man. I gotta, I gotta see that. It's one of those. Uh, also, the sets also look like remnants from like Super Mario. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was something. thinking about that too yeah, because just, they everybody do the dinosaur. Those, those lots of like, directors worked on with, like, Max Headrooms and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. That was yeah. very unsafe. All those garbages with flames. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, I mean, I know we mentioned that it looks like Peter Pan when they go in and out of virtual reality, but like. 
it's it, the wire work in this movie. There's hilarious. a lot of wires. There's, there's every <laughs> indication, cyberspace, you just fly around, on you green get screen. in motorbike and chases, like, <laughs> and you also sit in a stadium, and yeah. that's it. That's all you see in cyberspace. The funniest shot is at the very end, they defeat Joe, but then they're flying. Patrick Bergen and the two kids are flying out of cyberspace, yeah. but they're all holding hands, flying towards and camera. And he already looks like a um, pirate. A pirate. So looks he, he like looks a like a hook. Yeah, it looks like yeah. a scene from Hook. <laughs> He kind of looks like Robin Williams, too. That's the music. And they're, they're, all, they're all going, yay! Yeah. And we're like, who is this for? Like, yeah. not people who like the original Lawnmower Man. No. Well, it was a, they apparently cut it to appeal to young boys. But, like, what else was there in the movie other yeah, than the movie that we saw? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's like watching Hook or something with, yeah. you know, Bangarang, Rufio. And Great all movie, the Lost by the way. Boys. Oh, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> supposedly, uh, I read on the Wikipedia, which oh. means it's completely true, that Grant Morrison actually did two uh, treatments for this film. Okay. And the producers wanted it to be like X-Men meets virtual reality. What? So, like, obviously the concept was right there from the beginning. And, yeah, uh, and it's yeah. not really like X-Men, but I get no. what they're coming from. And also, mm-hmm. fun fact, um, the woman from... Uh, the mom from Hook was the wife in Disclosure. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Isn't I that mean, great? We missed probably the most amazing part of Lawnmower Man 2, which is when the first time they go into virtual reality, you know who's at the switchboard? Their dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and then they're like, put in the disc for the bikes. And then the dog's paw pushes a, a, a little mini disc. I, I want to rewind that and look if, see if it was like a fake Puppet, Guaranteed. Puppet yeah. like dog. I think hand. it was the Air dog's bus. hand. Call 911. <laughs> I think it was the dog's hand and they just pushed it. Mm. <laughs> it's possible. Ah. There's a lot of reaction shots. Reminds me of the good old days of no such thing as a bad movie. Chomps. Oh, chomps. <laughs> I almost forgot. Oh, man. I'm no, trying to we'll never let you forget. No, I'm trying to remember <laughs> the, the music. Song. We can't. We never remember. Okay. Well, this movie, come on. So, would you guys recommend either Disclosure or um, Johnny Mononic? Man- 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 no. I, you know, I think there's Jones entertainment. I, I was laughing a lot in Disclosure. Uh, <laughs> we watched Disclosure when I had a really, I wasn't, I was really, really, really tired. Um, and Disclosure, not a hangover movie. Do not, no, do not no. watch if you are tired because say, it's like, just were, exhausting. Were you on the edge of your seat? Oh, that virtual <laughs> reality sequence. No, I wasn't. I, I feel like um, if you are into bad movies, just look up the scene in Disclosure yeah. with the virtual reality thing because the movie itself is really not that good. It's a, it's a bit of a big mess. Yeah, I yeah. feel like the badness of it comes if you watch it now. Like, definitely, it's it's very dated. It's yeah. very of its time. Oh, I forgot to mention how like Demi Moore, like every time she's introduced, it's like a, a fetishization of like, part of her body. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's like you see like her high heel shoes with her legs, and then yeah, you pan and up to see her, and then another scene where she's like putting on lipstick. And it's like a close up of her. Li- it's very. It's so male so gay, male gazy. But then even uh, they have like an exterior of the office building that they're in that. Has like this naked woman statue outside, yeah. and they start out right on the tits, and then like, go. yeah, the movie is gross. Barry Levinson should be ashamed of himself. But yeah, he's trying to make us feel the way that yeah. like uh, Michael Dabu. Yeah, well, I mean, apparently the book is like ten times worse as far as the misogyny goes. So they made it at least a little more. Like, only watch this movie if you are if you really really like Michael Douglas '90s sex fillers because that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. but it's not even a, the good version of that. Like. No. Basic Instinct and Fatal Attraction are way better. Yeah, but it's not even like there's one sexy scene. Yeah, there's one sexy like, scene and it's a, a sexual assault scene. It's yeah, not supposed it's, to be hot. So it's like everyone's like, ooh, it's a steamy thriller. No, it's not. It's like yeah. a courtroom drama. Yeah, the, and, and like Wait, the poster is, is, is like her like told on you? top. Like she's like, <laughs> Colin, young Colin, come to my side. Let me tell yeah. you about it. You're yeah. never going to believe what happened in this movie. A woman sexually assaults him. <laughs> yeah. It was disclosed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, oh, we should see what they're, what's capable with this virtual reality now. <laughs> Full disclosure, this is a bad movie. <laughs> Apparently no. I was reading a lot of uh, uh, like they kept like showing his cell phone. His cell phone plays a lot uh, plays an important role yeah. in the movie you could say. 
And uh, apparently it was a big deal at the time. It was like, you know, oh, it's like cell phones the size of tiny, the, the size of your, like... A on. small cell phone. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> That's where $10 million of the budget went into. You know that uh, uh, Michael Crichton, he always needs like a technological angle. It's a movie that when you sit and watch, I can't imagine like the producers being like, mm, we nailed it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. What is this movie? It, yeah, it's, it's kind of all over the needlessly place. needlessly complicated and a very convoluted plot. Mm-hmm. That um, we didn't even know, and I had to look up can't figure out. two separate articles on like a summary of the book and then a summary <laughs> of the movie, and I still am not clear about what the plot machinations are. Lawnmower Man Two, you definitely recommend that, right, guys? Oh yeah, man. Nah, not really. It's, I don't know, it's, it's okay, you know but yeah, I'm not. Terrible. A, I'm is, not about to watch it. What is the ultimate again? like bad VR movie? Probably Lawnmower Man, right? Hmm. There is yeah. a lot of really funny scenes in yeah, the original Lawnmower, Lawnmower I, I just remember laughing a lot watching... Don't know. Be Fooled by Albert Pune's Arcade. It looks crazy, but they're only in there for like a couple of minutes. <laughs> well, what was that VR movie that we watched at Laser Blast where they hologram got... Hologram Man? Well, no, Expect but ho- no ho- Hologram Man Expect is great, no but it, it was oh. Expect No Mercy where they get in a virtual Fighting environment game. and mm. have a fight scene. That was pretty great. cool. Better VR scenes than either of these movies. Yep. Yeah. So go watch uh, Jahal Mary's uh, Expect No Mercy starring... Yeah. Uh, favorite of the podcast, Billy Blanks. Billy Blanks. Yeah. Also, both Disclosure and Lawnmower Man 2 are available on iTunes, at least in Canada. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, again, really good quality. It's not like it looks terrible. So uh, there's that, and you can rent it for five bucks. No, you cannot have my lenticular uh, mouse pad. No, yeah. probably the last one in existence. I, I tried bet. it. The, ironically, it doesn't even work with modern mouses because. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, nope. nope. reflection. Yeah, it's the laser ones it's now. It's true. So we just use it as a cup holder. It's on the end of our couch. Every time we take a drink, we look down and think of Matt Frewer. Oh, it's great. Uh, so if you want to email email us and let us know about more bad virtual reality movies, because I'm sure there's a lot out there. Like, Maybe some that actually have more VR actually in the plot. There was a whole uh, TV show. Uh, have you ever heard of a thing called Tech War? <laughs> no, I William haven't. William Shatner's, Shatner's Tech War. <laughs> So if you want to email us, we're at uh, no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. And you can tweet at us at no such thing pod. Consider joining the Patreon. We have a $2 level where we have a bad movie draw. And you could be a winner like Andre and pick a movie for us. Thank you, Andre. Thank you, Andre. Yeah, and the $5 level, you get level you get bonus episodes uh, every two weeks. And uh, my email, I mean, my... And my, and <laughs> my address my, is... And my, Twitter, and my Twitter handle is at April at Mansky. And I'm also on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Twitter. It's DeCluj, D-E-C-L-O-U-X. And then the letter J. You can follow me on Letterboxd, Justin DeCluj, same spelling of the last name. Listen to me every week on the Important Cinema Club, importantcinemaclubpodcast.com. And you can find me in uh, virtual reality. I'm in the cyberspace. <laughs> I can find One the day. Virtual. Beyond cyberspace, Oh, you man. can find me in the cyberverse on Cunningham's Twitter. war. <laughs> my, my, uh, you can tweet at me. It's uh, at Sergeant Zima, S-G-T-Z-I-M-A. And uh, I'm on Instagram as well. Um, I don't know. And uh, in VR from time to time, man, I, I jack in. Have you Wait, have you ever gotten a VR set no. and, and been like, ah, this is the future? But see, you know what the weird thing is? I played with one at like the World of Commodore back in like 1988. Yeah. It's, it's the same. Because like VR, like <laughs> even now, improved. like they keep waiting for it to take off and it just hasn't, right? Because like yeah. PlayStation VR. Yeah. Was that, like, was, that was set to be the next the big next, thing and, and like off. the Oculus Rift. It's like a very niche market and you know, I played with it once and it's whatever. Yeah. You know what the one thing I would advertise is that um, <laughs> I don't remember, it's at like down by the docks. I don't remember, it's like a gaming center and they have, I don't remember what it's called either, but it's like, a full motion VR thing where you walk around the space. Oh, really? And it's like a Star Wars one and you're stormtroopers and you play Wait, with is your it, friends. Is that they the, have that downtown? Wait, yeah, is, they do is, have it downtown. Is that at the yeah. rec room? Yes, yeah, the rec room. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, and like, this is an advertising. If you haven't done it, it's the only good VR I've played because like you feel the heat when you get shot, it like zaps you. Like what? you're hit with a paintball. I've heard of this. And, you, and you're basically walking around only three bare rooms, but you don't know because there's so many like environmental effects. Oh. And you can see your friends and then give you thumbs up or like move forward and stuff what? like that. So and you not, talk to them. You can't like run into a pole by accident, right? Yeah, you can. You can. Because if you reach out, <laughs> if you reach out and like touch the walls, they're there. Yeah. So like if there's a lever in the game, you can reach out and grab the lever and pull it. That's yeah. hilarious. That yeah. might be cool. I've seen some some good VR flubs where like people are <laughs> yeah. trying to they have they're crawling on the ground and then there's a hatch in the door, a VR hatch. Yeah. And they try to open it and jam their head down, but they smack into the floor. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by the rec room. PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs>
And that's it for this week's Cyber Friends. I'm April Atmansky. <laughs> My name's Justin Reboot the Clue. Oh, great show. Uh, I'm Colin Cunningham. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie.